Hi, everybody. Before we start the episode, again, I want to come up and say thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting the podcast. Y'all have been really awesome. So thank you for doing that. Just a quick housekeeping. We are on iTunes now. So if you are listening on iTunes or if you're not, but you have access to that and you do like the podcast, go ahead and give us a rating, a thumbs up, you know, uh, maybe write in the comments why you like the show, maybe your favorite guest so far. That would be really cool. But yeah, besides that, I just want to address some stupid shit that I've said. Um, In the Thor episode, I keep referring to the Rainbow Bridge. It's the Bifrost. I know that and I knew that recording, but I think it's something about recording for an hour and putting that out on the internet. Get a little nervous, forget things. It's fine. So that's number one. The second thing that made me so upset after I recorded it was I kept referring in the Captain America episode uh, to Dr. Zola as Dr. Zolar or Zoller. So those are like the two mistakes that I've caught so far. If you do notice that I say something um, that, you know, mistakes happen, but if you're like, oh God, just reach out to me on Twitter, the Snap MCU, just like DM me. I'm cool with it. I like to keep me accountable. But yeah, just wanted to address that because I was annoyed by it. (laughs) So again, thank y'all for listening so much. I've been loving all the feedback. This was meant to be a binge-worthy type show. So this is why I'm uploading these episodes so often. It's that you can go in and binge before Endgame comes out. So enjoy the next episode of Avengers. I'm recording with my best friend Kaylee. It's really awesome. And I did leave a little fun thing at the end of the podcast of us being a little stupid, uh, testing out the sound. So, so yeah, enjoy the episode, y'all. Welcome to The Snap, a Marvel Cinematic Universe recap podcast where we will be talking about all 21 Marvel movies leading up to Avengers Endgame. I'm your host, Kayla Jouett, and this is episode six. So, you know, we are at the end of phase one. We're going to be talking about the Avengers. And in person with me today, the first episode that I've recorded in person um, is my good friend, Kaylee Kanzig. How are you today? Hello, everyone. I'm good. Excited to talk about this movie. I literally just watched it. Yeah, I think. <laughs> was I the first one to show you this movie? Yes, this is the first. I think this is the first Marvel movie I ever saw, and it was with you. Yeah, so this is Kaylee. Uh, we were roommates in college, and I was like, listen, you need to, if we're going to be friends, if we're going to live together, you need to watch The Avengers. It's a really good movie. And it, it happened, and we're friends, so it worked out. Um, but yeah, Kaylee, tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. I work a lot. Yeah. In my free time, I am new to video games. You know that. So I play video games. I listen to music. And because I'm a new video gamer, I have a podcast with my boyfriend. He was also on this podcast, Riley. Called Hardcore Casual. He is the hardcore gamer. I'm the casual gamer. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> when you say that you're a gamer, um, 
What, what is your main platform? You do like PlayStation or? Um, I mostly play on Switch, but oh, I recently got a PlayStation. Gotcha. Haven't really had time to play since I got it. It's okay. I got games. Yeah. Just ask me. <laughs> I'll lend them over. Totally cool. So yeah, are you are you excited to talk about Avengers today? I am. I'm really excited. This is one of my favorite Marvel movies as we get through um, through all the movies and I rate them as we go along. I think the Avengers is going to be high up there because I think this is, you know, this is the first movie where we get all of them together. We get such like iconic scenes and it's so fun. And this introduced bigger universes to the Marvel movies. Like, you know, we got Guardians of the Galaxy after this, which is another pair up. And that movie is still amazing, too. So I think whenever we get all these characters together and it's not just the one hero, it's always a lot of fun, a lot of banter, a lot of um, cool scenes of the heroes fighting together. So, yeah. Are you ready to roll with the recap? Absolutely. All right. So if you're new to this podcast, what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about the Avengers for around 10 minutes. Um, I try to keep the recaps around 10. Sometimes they go over. I'm reading from these notes that I've taken. Um, So, yeah, I don't want to go longer than like 30 minutes because if I did that, you might as well watch the film. So we're just going to do a little recap. We're going to review it after. And then afterwards, we're going to rate the movie based on the other movies that we have talked about. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to be full spoilers talking about endgame theories and what we want from the film. So I'm going to go on with the recap. The Avengers. So the screen is black. Uh, we get the Tesseract that appears on screen and a voice is speaking. The Tesseract has awakened and it's on a human world. Their new ally knows the mortal world. The world will be his and the universe will be yours. So the voice is speaking to somebody, but we don't know who it is. And he says the humans will burn. So he pans a shield and the workers are all evacuating. Fury and Agent Hill, which is Robin from How I Met Your Mother. So like I always forget their, her name is Hill and I always think of her as Robin in my head. So I'm sorry if I say that, but Agent Hill and Fury meet with Coulson. He says that the Tesseract has started spontaneously climbing energy levels. Fury asks Hill to make sure that phase two prototypes are shipped out. Fury meets with Eric from Thor. And if you remember from the end scene in Thor, the end credit scene, uh, we see that Loki is in Eric's head. So keep that in mind. Eric says that the Tesseract is misbehaving. Agent Barton, aka Hawkeye, is upstairs watching from a distance. No one has come or gone, so if somebody is tampering with it, it's not on this end. After he says this, the Tesseract freaks out. It makes a portal into the room, and Loki appears. He fires his spear at Fury, and then he takes out a bunch of men, and then he uses his spear to take over Barton's mind. Fury says, we have no quarrel with your people, and Loki says, an ant has no quarrel with a boot. Loki possesses Eric as well, and then Barton shoots Fury, and they take the Tesseract. Loki and friends, I guess that's the best way to refer to them. <laughs> Loki and friends uh, escape the building after a hard fight. There's a car chase, some shootouts. Fury, Coulson, and Hill get out of there before the building collapses. And the entire shield base like crumbles into the ground from the Tesseract awakening. Um, Fury says there's a level 7 threat and they're at war. Coulson asks, what do we do? And then the Avengers pops up on screen and the Avengers Assemble theme plays. It's great. So we pan to Agent Romanoff um, from the Iron Man film, uh, and she's tied up with the Russian men um, interrogating her and hitting on her, um, not flirting with her, like literally hitting her. Uh, the man in charge calls her Black Widow. Before he goes to grab a weapon to use on her, one of his men receives a phone call. It's for her. And the main guy picks up the phone, ready to tell this person on the phone off, and it's Coulson. He says they have the building surrounded. Put the woman on the phone before he blows up the block. 
He hands over the phone to Black Widow. She's still tied up. He says, we need you to come in. She says, I'm in the middle of an interrogation, and this moron is giving me everything. He tells her that Barton has been compromised, so she puts him on hold and starts taking out the men one by one. With her hands still tied behind the chair, Coulson is patiently waiting on hold. Uh, They need her to talk to the big guy. In another country, we have this young girl who comes in to meet Bruce Banner, says that her father is very ill. She has money and begs him. Uh, He hides his face. They run into this house where the little girl escapes and Black Widow is inside waiting for him. She says for a man who should be avoiding stress, he picked a hell of a place to settle. And he says avoiding stress isn't the secret. Um, He assumes that the whole place is surrounded, but she says it's just them two. She tells him who she is. She says she is here on behalf of S.H.I.E.L.D. They need him to come in. He says, what if he says no? And she says she'll persuade him. And what if the other guy says no? She shows him a picture of the Tesseract. She says that Fury isn't after the monster and they're not going to put him in a cage. And he screams, stop lying to me. (laughs) (laughs) And she uh, quickly aims the gun at him and tells her men to stand down. So clearly she lied about just being them too. So then um, we see the end credit scene of Captain America, where he's punching the punching bag. He's having all these uh, war flashbacks and how he's putting the plane down into the water. Um, Fury approaches him with a mission, shows him a picture of the Tesseract, and Cap says they should have left it where they found it in the ocean. He says, at this point, there isn't anything that should surprise him, and he bets Fury 10 bucks on this. Then we see Iron Man connecting a new power source to boot up his new Stark Tower to be the beacon of clean energy. It's this huge tower in the middle of New York City that literally says Stark in big letters on it. Uh, When he gets back to the tower, Jarvis lets him know that Agent Coulson's on the line. He tells him he's got a date, ignores the call, and meets with Pepper. And then Coulson shows up to the front of them and in the elevator, uh, breaching Jarvis's security. Potts greets him with Phil, and Tony says uh, his first name is Agent. It's really funny. Um... Coulson hands them something to go over. Tony says he thought the Avengers initiative was scrapped and that he's too volatile, doesn't play well with others. He pulls up the info and sees the rest of the team's information and what's going on with the Tesseract, and he's got a lot of homework to do. And like, just so y'all know, there's going to be a lot of jumping back and forth because we're just meeting all the Avengers. They're not all together yet, so it's a lot of, clearly a lot of back and forth going on. So now we see Cap on his way to the new S.H.I.E.L.D. base with Coulson, and they're on a jet. He's learning that Banner tried to use a super soldier serum on himself with gamma radiation, but it didn't work out in his favor. Coulson says it's an honor to meet him, and he's a huge fan. And then we see Loki meeting with the Chitauri leader. Uh, the leader confronts Loki on questioning him, quote-unquote. We don't know who he is yet. Um, he who put the scepter in your hand, talking about Loki's glowing sphere that can possess other people's minds. So Loki says that they can have the Tesseract as soon as he becomes the commander of the Chitari army. Black Widow meets with Cap on the base, and she asks him if Coulson made him sign his vintage trading cards yet. Cap meets Banner for the first time and says, word is he can find the cube. Banner says, is that the only word? And Cap says it's the only word that he cares about. The naval base turns into an air base, and it goes invisible, and Bruce is clearly worried, and Cap gives Fury $10. Uh, They start tracing Loki and the Tesseract and get a hit on Germany, uh, where he's clearly not in hiding, and they send Cap in with his new gear. So, in Germany, Loki shows up at this museum gala with Hawkeye, and they're taking out security. Uh, Loki walks in in front of this entire crowd of people. He extracts this man's eye for the security system. Um, He finds hidden away inside this large trace of iridium, which they need for their portal. 
Loki goes outside to intimidate the people. An older man stands up and says he won't kneel to men like him. And Loki says, there is no man like me. Um, he goes to hit the old man and Cap jumps in and blocks it with a shield. He says the last time he was in Germany and saw a man standing above everyone else, they ended up disagreeing. Cap starts to fight with Loki while Black Widow is in an aircraft above them. ACDC starts playing through the speakers and Iron Man shows up, knocks Loki down mid fight. So they're all now on an aircraft together and Tony and Cap are talking about how, how easy Loki's fight was. Um, Iron Man makes some jokes to Steve about his age and Steve's clearly like not having it. He's there's a little bit of a tension between them already. Thunder and lightning start out of nowhere and Loki has an idea of what's going to happen. Cap says scared of a little lightning and Loki says, I'm not overly fond of what follows. And then of course, Thor comes crashing down onto their jet Iron Man opens the door, Thor jumps on board, kicks Iron Man down, takes Loki, and leaves. Uh, but they can't let Thor take Loki because then the Tesseract is lost. So Iron Man jumps down after him, and then Cap follows. Thor asks Loki where the Tesseract is, says they all mourned after him and thought him dead. Loki talks about being in his shadow at all times. Thor says that the Earth is under his protection, and he asks him who showed him the power of the Tesseract, but Loki still doesn't tell us. Uh, Mid-conversation, Iron Man takes Thor further away from the fight. Thor throws his hammer at Iron Man. They start a little tussle, and then Cap shows up and gets in between them. Cap asks him why he's here, and Thor says to put an end to Loki's scheme. Cap says to put the hammer down. Iron Man says bad call, and Thor literally puts the hammer down right onto Cap's shield and creates this huge blast that takes out all the trees around them. So now all four of them, including Black Widow, uh, bring Loki back to the base. On the base, Loki makes eye contact with Banner and smiles menacingly. Fury locks Loki up in this chamber that Fury says can open up and spit him out a... 30,000 feet steel trap. Now the group of uh, people, we're not going to call them the Avengers yet. So the group of people uh, talk to each other about Loki and his plans. Thor tells him that Loki is building another portal to bring the Chitauri army in to invade Earth. Cap questions why Loki gave himself up way too easily. And Banner says that he's a nutcase. Thor says to be mindful of what you say about his brother. Black Widow says he's killed 80 people in two days. And he replies that he's adopted. Tony and Banner have Loki's staff. They're analyzing it and how it possesses people. Um, Tony pokes Banner with something and makes him jump. And then Steve freaks out for being reckless and putting their lives in danger. Um, They all start talking about how Fury is the spy of spies. And Banner asks Steve if anything smells funky to him about Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. Steve leaves, he does some snooping, and he finds weapons that they were making from the Tesseract and finds out that that's what Phase 2 is. Meanwhile, Black Widow sneaks up on Loki to talk to him. She asks him about Barton and what he's done. She tells him that she owes Hawkeye a debt and that before she was at S.H.I.E.L.D., she had killed a ton of people and Hawkeye was sent to take her out, but he didn't. She has a lot of red in her ledger and that's why she's here. Loki starts rambling at her about her past, how Barton's told him everything, and she gets visibly upset. She starts crying. She calls him a monster and he says, no, you brought the monster. Then she immediately stops and she says, so, Banner, that's your play. Thanks for your cooperation. She goes off and warns the others that his plan is to unleash the Hulk. So Black Widow being Black Widow. Very awesome. Um, So all the super people are in one room and they're all arguing with one another. They confront Fury on his weapons and his lying. And Fury is making weapons of mass destruction with the Tesseract because Thor scared them. Uh, They're all throwing jabs at one another. Meanwhile, Loki's staff leads Hawkeye right to them. Steve calls out Tony for being nothing but that suit. He says he's seen the footage and he only makes calls for himself. Tony says everything special about Steve came out of a bottle and he's a lab rat. 
Uh, Fury says Banner should relocate. Banner says they rented out his room in case they needed to kill him. But it wouldn't work anyway because he tried to kill himself and the big guy spit the bullet out. So Banner is about to share his secret of how he doesn't go green. He picks up Loki's staff like a weapon and everybody freaks out, grabs their their guns and aims it at him and asks him to put it down. As this is happening, Hawkeye shows up and he shoots this bomb arrow uh, to one of the engines of the airship to get it down. If he takes out one more, they're not going to be in the air anymore. So Romanoff and Banner, they fell through the blast and her foot is trapped under a pipe. Hawkeye and other enemies are on the ship. They're starting a fight with all the shield people. Iron Man and Cap suit up. Banner starts to turn into the Hulk and Black Widow frees herself from the pipe and runs and Hulk chases after her. So Cap and Iron Man are working to repair the broken engine. Hulk almost gets to Black Widow until Thor comes in, starts fighting Hulk one-on-one. Thor is controlling him pretty good, uh, but Hulk just keeps getting more pissed the more Thor hits him. They get a jet to come in and engage the Hulk to get him to stop tearing up the ship from the inside. Hulk jumps onto the jet, which ends up blowing up and sending Hulk flying off somewhere. So that's one down. Uh, Cap is now engaging in a fight while waiting on Tony's signal to help with the engine. Hawkeye shuts down other engines and the airbase starts to go down. Black Widow is shook as hell from this close encounter with the Hulk, but she still goes in to go after Hawkeye. Uh, Loki gets out of his container and he tricks Thor into jumping in there for him. There's a lot going on. It's definitely a reason why you should watch the film yourself, but we're still going to do this. <laughs> um, so Barton and, Nata- and Natasha face off in the hangar until she hits him hard enough that he passes out. Coulson tries to stand up to Loki with a big gun, but Loki stabs him through the chest from behind his back. Loki sends Thor flying through the air in the container, which he busts out of right before smashing into the ground. So that's two Avengers who are gone. Coulson tells Loki that he's going to lose because it's in his nature. And he shoots Loki with this like flamethrower grenade launcher mixture thing. Um, And right before Coulson dies, he tells Fury that it's okay because they needed something to fight for. Uh, So after the big fight, Fury admits to building an arsenal with the Tesseract, but it was phase two. Avengers was supposed to be phase one. A group of remarkable people who would work together when they needed them to fight together. And Phil Coulson died still believing in that idea. Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, starts to come back from Loki's grasp. Uh, He asks how many agents he took out. Natasha tells him it's not on him, it's on Loki. Tony and Steve talk about Phil, and Steve says they have to finish this. Tony knows Loki is making it personal. He wants to beat them, and he wants to be seen doing it. He wants an audience. Loki wants this monument built to the skies with his name on it. All of a sudden, Tony realizes he's he's going to Stark Tower. So everybody suits up. Stark flies into the tower and tells Eric to shut down the portal, but it has pure energy barrier on it. Uh, so Tony decides he's going to take off the suit. He goes inside to have a drink and chat with Loki. Loki tells Tony there's no point in stalling and the Chitari are coming. Tony says Loki should be afraid of the Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and himself. And Loki managed to piss off every single one of them. He tells Loki that there is no throne. Maybe his army comes, and maybe it's too much, but it's all on him. If they can't protect the Earth, you bet damn well they're going to avenge it. Loki goes to take over Stark's heart, but nothing happens. Loki throws him out the window, his suit comes on, and he comes back up and says, Oh yeah, you pissed off Phil too. And then he blasts him. So the portal is opened, and the Chitauri alien army is unleashed upon New York City. They're everywhere, they're blasting everything. Thor appears before Loki, who won't turn off the Tesseract, and them two start fighting. The Chitauri are chasing Tony in the suit, and he leads a bunch of them to Black Widow, who's in a jet, trying to take them out. Uh, Loki hits the wing, and the jet holding Black Widow, Hawkeye, and cap goes down everyone's good and ready to fight 
they watch this massive, like, transformer, alien-looking, like, worm dragon thing <laughs> come from this portal into New York City, not only taking everything in its path out, but also dropping off a ton of enemies. So Loki jumps onto a Chitari and flies away from Thor. Clint and Natasha start taking out enemies left and right so Cap can handle civilians. Cap tells the cops to get people to safety to set up perimeters while Iron Man is working on the big worm enemy. Cap, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Thor are together. Here comes Banner, riding in on this little bike. Iron Man tells him to suit up. He's bringing the party to them. The big worm-looking dragon alien thing uh, comes toward all five of them, and Cap tells Banner now's a good time to get angry. And Banner says that's a secret. He is always angry. And Hulk comes out. He smashes the big worm. And then we get this all six Avengers 360 iconic spin with the Avengers Assemble theme by Alan Silvestri in the background. It's amazing. It's great. So Cap takes the lead and gives them um, individual jobs around the city. So meanwhile, at S.H.I.E.L.D., the council calls into Fury and they say they're going to send a nuke into New York City. They have made a decision. Fury says he recognizes it as a stupid ass decision. He's elected to ignore it. Black Widow rides on a Chitauri to go up to Stark Tower and try to take out the portal. All of the Avengers are teaming up around the city to take out the enemies. We keep panning to all of them. It's really cool. Uh, We have Hulk and Thor working together, finishing up a group. After they're done, they sit there for like a second. Hulk punches Thor just for funsies. Um, Then we have Eric who wakes up from Loki's control. He sees the portal in front of him. Um, Cap goes in to save more civilians. Hawkeye hits Loki onto Stark Towers. Hulk shows up. Um, Loki starts screaming at Hulk about being a god, and then Hulk just grabs him. He starts, like, smashing him into the ground, and he says, puny god. It's really funny. Um, So Eric, back to normal, tells Natasha that he built in a safe key with the portal. The scepter can break it. So we see all the Avengers. They're in different areas. They're all kind of getting their asses handed to them at this point. The Council sends in the nuke. Fury calls Stark and tells him that he has three minutes max. So Tony goes after the nuke. Black Widow goes to shut the portal down. Tony tells her to hold off and takes the nuke up with him into the portal to the universe. Uh, Cap tells him it's a one-way trip, but he goes up anyway, and everyone starts to realize that he's going to sacrifice himself for the city. So the missile and Stark go up, and he flings it up into the air. It destroys the entire shit. Chitari fleet, um, causing all the aliens to shut down in New York City. Stark falls down through the portal right before Natasha closes it, and Hulk grabs him before he hits the ground. They try to get him up. He's not budging or waking up, so Hulk screams in his face, and that wakes him up. Tony says they should take the day off, go get some shawarma. Thor says they aren't finished yet, and Stark says, all right, shawarma after. Uh, So then we pan to Loki in Stark Tower, He's getting up from his Hulk smash, and then he looks behind him, and the entire Avengers are hovering over him, just, like, aiming their weapons. It's great. So, it's after the fight. They're watching all the video footage of New York City. Some people are praising them. Some people criticizing. Some people, you know, just wanting to hold them accountable. And now everybody knows that there's these alien races. They're scared of this. Stan Lee has a cameo here on the TV, playing chess with a friend, and says, Superheroes in New York? Give me a break. Uh, so Thor takes the Tesseract and Loki and goes back to Asgard. The council tells Fury he doesn't understand what he started and that the Avengers are dangerous. Uh, Fury says, yes, they are dangerous and the whole world knows it. Every world knows it. That's the point. So everybody goes their separate ways, some further than we know. Fury is sure that they will come back when they need them to. Uh, Tony's rebuilding the area of the Stark Tower that was ruined and all that stands now is the A for Avengers.
So that is the movie. We have two end credit scene, which is the first of the Marvel movies to have two scenes. Uh, the first end scene, we are in space again on this large rock and we hear the Chitauri leader talking um, about how the humans are not cowards that they were promised. Uh, they cannot be ruled. And we see that he's talking to someone who's sitting in a throne facing the opposite direction. He says, to challenge them is to court death. And then from the throne, we see Thanos for the first time turn around. He gets up and he smiles. Really awesome scene. Um, and then the end scene two, uh, we just have all the Avengers. They're eating shawarma after the fight. They're all still dressed to the tea. The place is in ruins. They're just all silent and eating for like a minute. And it's great. So that's it. That's the Avengers. Kaylee, what, what did you think about it? First of all, that was a very good recap. I don't think you you missed anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I loved this movie. It was the first one I saw, like I said. Um, It's really fun. Like, as I was watching it, I was getting really hyped up. Like, I was texting Riley, and I was like, oh, my God, they just assembled. Like, (laughs) it's about to go down. Right. Um, the scene is so good. Like when they do the 360 pan of all of them, like, like Thor swinging his hammer. Yeah. Like Hulk is like getting all mad. Like it's, it's such a good scene. There's one part where Iron Man is like flying through the air and he manages to make his way to each Avenger. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's the coolest scene. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, they, they keep panning to all the different scenes because it's like, this is this Avenger doing this and this Avenger doing this. And then they're teaming up and they're doing all these badass things back to back to back. And it's like, you can't keep up, but it's so awesome to see them all in action, like working together. They nailed it. I mean, I've only read a couple comics for the Avengers and the Marvel, um, like in this universe. Right. And I feel like this was the perfect way to make a comic book scene come to life. Like they did such a good job. Yeah. There was one, one, like, random character you didn't mention, and I probably wouldn't have remembered him unless I watched it like I did earlier. Um, After the Hulk falls from the uh, aircraft that they were in, the security guy. Yeah, yeah, tell us about that. (laughs) So you just see Bruce Banner just in, like, ruins, and he wakes up, and he's really confused, and he's naked. And the security guy is like, huh. Like, he finally woke up, and he says how he saw the whole thing happen, like, no one got hurt because there's no one around. And he asks him uh, if he's an alien, and he's like, no. And he's like, okay, then you got a condition, man. (laughs) Like, it's so funny. You got a condition. (laughs) And he, like, hands him some pants. He's like, I didn't think they'd fit you until you, like, shrunk down to size. That is a really good scene. Yeah, that that part's so funny. Yeah, that made me laugh really hard. And... So this is the first movie that we get Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. And so before I was editing my notes, I was laughing because I just had this one, I had this one little part um, when they're in S.H.I.E.L.D. and everybody's together and they're talking about like Loki and stuff. And I just wrote down, Mark Ruffalo is awesome. I love him. (laughs) Like he, he did such a good job with the Hulk and like not saying that I didn't like Ed Norton because I, I said in the podcast i liked that movie and i liked ed norton's hulk but mark ruffalo just does such a good job and i feel like he actually brings life a little fun to the character yeah i don't know i i I love that so i i really like the scene when they're in germany Mm -hmm. and loki walks into the building and then he just takes his staff and just Just wrecks that guy with it that part is awesome so kaylee have you seen all the marvel movies 
Not all of them. Okay. Like, I haven't seen a few of the, like, individual movies. Gotcha. Like, I haven't seen all the Thors. I haven't seen all the Iron Men. Okay. Man. Iron Man. (laughs) There's not more than one. Well, technically technically is. Um, But, so, the reason I ask is because after watching, like I said, every episode, like, when I watch these movies and I take these notes, I get so much more information that I forget about. And they hint at Thanos the entire movie. When I watched the movie for the first time, until I saw the end credit scene, I was like, oh, Thanos. But when you watch it, like they, they're talking about it the whole time. In the beginning, when the Chitauri leader is talking about the Tesseract awakening, um, how their new ally um, knows this mortal world, talking about Loki, and that the universe will be yours. He's talking to Thanos right there. And then you know, they keep asking Loki how he got his power and who saw him, who who showed him this power and where he got his specter. And we know Thanos gave him the specter. So the specter, for anybody who doesn't know this, um, the reason that he can tap in and like possess Barton and Eric and all these other people is because the Mind Stone is inside of the scepter. So little callback. We have actually two Infinity Stones in this movie, which is really cool, um, which will come into place in, um, I think, in Age of Ultron is the first time that we actually see the working of the Mind Stone. But that was so cool. As I'm watching it, I was like, they, they're they hinting at Thanos a lot in this movie. And I didn't pick that up, like, the first couple times I watched I it. I definitely didn't pick that up. Yeah. Until, like, I watched that end scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. But I definitely didn't pick up on it while I was watching the movie at all. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so much going on, and you don't think to think about stuff like that. Who's your favorite Avenger? Jarvis. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's really hard because these are the two that butt heads all the time, but I really like Captain America, and I Mm -hmm. really like Iron Man. Right, because they're both... They both want to be the leader, I feel. I feel like they both... I feel like Tony lets Captain be the leader, but at the same time, he has control issues, and he wants everything to go his way at the same time, and he wants to be that. So, so yeah, I agree. I think those are both really cool characters. But, you know, I feel like... And this, is, this isn't, this is like, a unpopular opinion. I think Hawkeye gets shit on way too much, and he is so badass. Does he really get shit on? Yeah. People, like, forever have, like, oh, Hawkeye, like, no, whatever. And then you know what? You know what, guys? He wasn't in Infinity War, and look what fucking happened. All right? So if Hawkeye would (laughs) have been there, maybe shit would have been different. Um, But yeah, when something that, again, I didn't really pick up too much on is when Natasha's talking to Loki and trying to, like, get information out of him, Loki. Loki, Loki. Um, she uh, she mentions that he was like an assassin. He was gonna go take a hit out on her. Like he had a mission to take her out, and he didn't. So she owes him a debt. And I never really picked up why they were such close friends. I, I knew that they were, but I never really realized that. And you know, Hawkeye is giving them hell. Like Hawkeye is on that shield ship. Like he's taken out. His arrows are so cool. There's so many different arrows that he uses. So many good scenes. I feel like Hawkeye gets shit on so much, and he is a really badass character. Yeah, he is. Very skilled. And I think in the comics, he's actually, um, I think he's deaf, and that like even adds like a cooler part to him. I could be making that up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, which makes even cooler aspect to him. Do we find out, do we know why he didn't kill her? Black Widow? No, but there is a Black Widow movie in the making, and we 
assume it is a prequel. Like we're, it's going to be before any of the Avengers and stuff. It's going to be about her past. I would really like to see that. I would like to see a little bit more because in Age of Ultron, we see a little bit about her past. We see like her training and what they did to her as a younger girl. I want to see a little bit more of that. I would like to see how they become friends and that part. And then they also make a comment in the middle of the fight where uh, she says, what does she say? She says, like, this is very similar to... Uh, she says something about Budapest. Yes, yes. And he's she, like, we remember we remember that totally differently. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> let, let's see Budapest. Let's see yeah. that. I want to see that. So that'd be really cool if it could be like a Black Widow and a Hawkeye kind of movie. I would love that. Um, this is Loki's second Marvel movie as being the main villain. I mean, technically the Chitauri are doing the most, but Loki is the villain in this movie. So we get Loki, the villain in Thor and in this movie. What did you think about that? I like Loki as a villain. I love Loki so much. I lo- I just love Loki. Like I am that basic girl. That's like, anytime he's on screen, I'm like a little bit giddy. I like him. <laughs> I, like, uh, I really liked the part when he's, they're walking him to the glass chamber and he looks at Bruce and he just like smiles and just like, ooh, you are nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, after, you know, we've seen this movie so many times, so we know, we know why he's smiling on him, but I can imagine like your first time you're like, why is he being all creepy? But like, <laughs> we know, we know, because that's his plan from the beginning. And like, whenever he has that conversation with Black Widow, I'm just like, whoa. Like, my jaw was like on the floor. I was mm-hmm. like, you are evil but then she just like snaps right out of it and i'm like okay you're a badass it's interesting because i i love loki's character he is evil in this movie but at the same time i think it's just in his nature right like he is the trickster god if you know anything about norse mythology like these characters in norse mythology are very different than they are in the marvel universe um but it's in his nature to be wanting to take advantage of people and to get the jump on people and tricking people um so you know he's doing this because of everything that happened in thor one at the end of thor one if you um remember talking about that um he finds out that he was adopted and he wants to be king he he basically constructs this whole movie where thor gets sent off and at the end odin tries to save both his sons and we see Loki just drift off into the universe and they think he's dead, you know? So we think, but he's been doing this the whole time because this is his new way to get revenge. I'm assuming, you know, he's an outcast. He drifted off into the universe. Maybe that's how he met up with the Jatari from just floating out there. Um, and that this was his way. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to bargain with the Jatari. I'm going to go into Earth. I'm going to fuck shit up for not only for Thor, for my, like, I'm going to have control now like he he always has that one step ahead and then in future in future movies we see a little bit more fun from loki but he's always going to be an asshole he's going to have these good scenes where he's he's doing good things but he's never going to be that perfect person he's always going to be somewhat villainous and then somewhat good but i i love that in his character so yeah i think he's a really good villain i like how you described big metal things as wormy dragons because that's what they look like right that is what they look like i would i don't know what they're called either <laughs> they're just some big ass chitari worm <laughs> dragons that's what they are i love the end scene um we slowly see it happening during the battle of the other letters from stark 
falling off, but at the end scene when he's rebuilding it and he just has the A. So we now know it's not going to be the Stark Towers. It's going to be the Avengers Tower, which is really awesome. Um, is there anything you didn't like about the film? The only thing I don't like is how um, Cap and Iron Man always butt heads, but mm-hmm. that's just like a thing that's that just they a do. Thing. Yeah. And I talked a little bit to Riley about this on the last episode, but basically I find I find Cap to be like really naive in this film. Like he's kind of annoying because it's like, and it's not his fault. Everybody else is, he's behind the times. Everybody else knows what's going on. They kind of have more of an idea where he's still figuring it all out. So he's meeting all these people and he's in this new world. So he's a little bit annoying. He's like standoffish. He's trying to argue, but not, not in a bad way, but he's constantly questioning everything. So when, when Tony comes in and he's like poking fun at him and he's making these jabs at him, he doesn't take that as like a fun joke. Like he gets pretty defensive about it. So it's, and it's really cool too, that we see this kind of tension between them right from the get-go because we know a few movies later we're going to be getting the civil war and it's going to be crazy and every movie leading up to civil war that they're in they do have this tension that builds and builds and builds up to this decision that comes from age of ultron um from the end of it so it's a struggle when they're your favorite characters yeah and they're always fighting with each other always getting all mad and i think too i think tony holds a little bit of uh like jealousy because he knows that his dad like talked about him all the time right he's like oh my dad talked about captain america all the time like what's so special you know and he because his dad did spend time with cap like before he went into the ice and he looked for him he spent a lot of time looking for him so i feel like you know there is that jealousy that iron man has too over him but but yeah so let me let me hear it from you before I rate where this movie is going to be. It's going to be a really easy push for me. Um, but Kaylee, can you tell me what are your top three Marvel movies in the MCU? And if the Avengers is not in your top three, where would you put it? Um, well, that's easy. It is in my top three. My favorite is Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen the second one, so I'm only talking about the first one. Actually, I heard the second one is not that good, but okay. that's just what I've heard. I haven't seen it. I am on that. I'm on that train, <laughs> and a lot of people will argue with me about that. I'm on that train of it not being that good. So, so, so continue. I'd say the Avengers is my second favorite. Um, the third is a little tricky, just because it's hard to choose. I'm gonna say Captain America. The first one. Interesting. Because before I saw his movies, I thought he was really lame. (laughs) (laughs) And then I watched his movies and I was like, oh, wait, you're actually really cool. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. Me and Riley talked a lot about our feelings on Captain America uh, in the previous episode. So I was wondering if he's he's brought that mindset into you about how much he adores Captain America. Because I I definitely didn't understand it. I was like, he just seems so lame in like (laughs) all the movies I've seen. But I guess it's like you said, he's like behind on the times. So he kind of seems like he's going to stick in his butt. (laughs) For sure. Um, So yeah, those are some fair points. I love Avengers and I would be very shocked if we make it all the way down the line and it is not up there in my top, at least my top five. Um, But we're going to go ahead and rate. Uh, Since this is episode six, I have 
uh, six movies on here. So number one, Avengers. Number two, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number three, Iron Man. Number four, Thor. Number five, Incredible Hulk. And number six, Iron Man 2. So that is the ranking of what I have for now. And before we get into spoilers, as usual, Kaylee, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I really, so, you know, this is our first, my first, like, local recording, and I should have brought drinks. I mean, it's a little <laughs> early in the day, but, like, we should have had some, like, mimosas or something rolling for this chat. But. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me, though. Yeah. Maybe it's next fun. time. I mean, we drink enough. It's fine. Um... <laughs> But yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, if you liked hearing from Kaylee, you can follow her on Twitter. It's at Kyliner. And I'm going to spell it for you. It's really cool. It's K-Y-L-I-N-3-R. So, I made it in high school. Don't judge me. <laughs> I love it. I love the Kyliner. Um, so K-Y-L-I-N-3-R. And then uh, for her gaming podcast with our previous guest, Riley, um, Hardcore Casual. Um, and the Twitter for that is at underscore Hardcore Casual. Don't forget the underscore. <laughs> Don't forget it, you guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as usual, we are going to be talking about Endgame. We might have some spoilers. We might not. But just in case, if you don't want to be spoiled, um, end this now. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, the next episode is going to be episode seven, and I'm going to be talking about Iron Man 3. So so yeah, let's let's talk Endgame. Before, before we uh, talk about Endgame, I'm just going to say that this is going to air a little bit after um, the day we're recording. So today we're hanging out and on Twitter we got the um, posters for Avengers Endgame with all the characters on it. And they had each character, if they were like dusted in the snap, they are in black and white. But if they are still alive, they're in like their regular like color. And I am devastated because my girl Shuri is in black and white, which means she did not survive the snap. I'm so upset, Kaylee, because <laughs> I had this idea, and a lot of people I'm sure did, but I had this idea that, you know, at the end of Infinity War, she was messing with Vision, and I was like, all right, she found a way to reprogram him, and she's going to make him, and he's going to come, and he's going to help him out. I don't know. I had this idea, and plus, like, sure, he's a boss-ass bitch. I had this idea of, like, her taking up the Black Panther mantle, and... <laughs> I'm so sad. I mean, I'm sure she'll come back. Fingers crossed. We want the characters to come back, but that go that takes some theories away from me. So pretty sad about that. What about you, Kaylee? Do you have any any not necessarily like it doesn't have to be a theory, but is there anything that happened in Infinity War that um you have an idea of what might happen or what you want to happen in the film? Um, I don't know much about theories, but I am assuming most people that got snapped are gonna come back. Like mm-hmm. you can't just kill off Black Panther. Like they ju- that just happened, right? Yeah, <laughs> and Spider Man. Like we just met you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like um, I think we know that y'all have other movies planned. Can y'all so, come back? Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> they're gonna come back. I kind of have a feeling that Captain America and like Iron Man, all of them are not going to be around after Endgame. When you say all of them, you mean the, all the original Avengers? You think yeah. they're all going to um, die? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? You don't want to <laughs> make know. any big calls? That's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's most people are going to like have that have that idea, I think. 
you know, they're going to do this big sacrifice and to bring everybody back. Um, but yeah, how is it going to happen? How are they going to do it? What's going to happen? Are we going to get another big fight with Thanos? Like, I need to know. I think we are, but I don't, I don't really know what's going to go down. Do you think it'll be like a time travel thing where they do the whole big fight again? Or do you think it's going to be somewhere entirely new? It's going to be something different. I hope it's going to be something new. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I, I'm rooting for either, honestly, because like, I want to be surprised. But at the same time, here I am talking about theories with everybody. But I think it would be cool to see, you know, the the original fight. And then getting Thor, like actually getting him in the head this time, you know, like things like that, like a little yeah. minor. Um, and plus, they might have the whole team with them, which would be really cool. Um, But also, like, of course, I want to see something new. I want to see. At the end of the movie, Thanos is, like, on his own little farm. Like, I want them to show up there and, like, mess with his place yeah, just like he did with them. fuck his shit up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, Star-Lord can stay snapped. <laughs> yeah, you still mad about that? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I think Riley was just as fault. mad about that. So, so y'all, like, yeah. I was rooting for you, man. We we're all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn something from this. <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt, if you're listening, I would just like end the contract. I know you have Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um in the works with James Gunn again, but like we're just gonna have to You're have canceled. To, yeah, it's canceled. Sorry. We're not gonna get over this. <laughs> unless unless he has some sort of redemption. That's yeah. like amazing and endgame, like we're we're done with Star Lord. He's canceled. Captain Marvel is gonna take your spot in the Guardians of Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um is there anything else that you're looking forward to? Or is that just about it for like ideas that you have? I think that's about it for all my ideas. Are there any crazy theories you have? I have a lot of crazy theories. <laughs> um a lot of them I didn't think up on my own. I'm not gonna take credit for them. I'm the kind of person that will be on Reddit. On YouTube, looking up theories, I saw a really crazy theory um, that the quantum realm that uh, you saw Thor Ragnarok, right? I think Mm -hmm. I think you watched it with me, right? Um, In Thor Ragnarok, they end up on that planet where they meet Valkyrie and they meet like uh, Loki's there, the Hulk is there, right? There is this theory that that place is in the quantum realm. And that somehow, like, maybe all the people who were snapped went there. Like, it, it was just crazy theory. I mean, I'd have to, like, relook at it again. But I was, like, reading that and I was like, whoa. That would be awesome. Plus, like, we didn't see Valkyrie at all in Infinity War. And we know she's going to be in Endgame. So, Tess Thompson. So, like, maybe Ooh. brings her back there. I don't know. I like we'll that see. theory. That'd be pretty cool. Um. Now you got me wanting to read up on some. Yeah, theories. it's a, it's a you can go into a dark hole looking for something like that. Like seriously, look up Reddit, Endgame theories or YouTube videos. There's a lot of YouTube videos people talking about what they want to happen, which is really fun because it gets you thinking and it makes you like binge and you're like, oh, I gotta watch all the movies again and I gotta do this, which is yeah. exactly what this podcast is for. It's for us to get caught up, get ready for Endgame, um, and talk about what we want to happen. So again. Thanks for listening, Kaylee. Thanks for coming out and hanging out with me. Next time, I swear I'll have I'll have drinks, whatever you want, beer, mimosas. <laughs> just like let me know. I'll bring it next time. 
But yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like I said before, the next episode is going to be Iron Man 3. So stay tuned for that. And again, yeah, thanks for listening. And I will see y'all next time. The bass keeps running, running, and 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 running, running.